You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? You'll learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections, whether it be for <laughs> one night of wild fun, a one-week fling. Are you currently involved in a sexual relationship? Or for a lifelong partner. Full of long-lasting pleasure. Here's your host, Trip. Welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is Trip, your host from TripAdvice.com. And this episode is sponsored by Spartagen XT, your number one source to help boost testosterone, boost your sex drive, boost your sexual libido. This is an all-natural supplement, 100% natural filled with herbs and vitamins that help you rock out in the bedroom. You're going to get better erections. You're going to last longer in bed. This stuff works, all right? And I've tried it myself. Trust me, highly endorse this. If you want to boost your testosterone and you want to get a hold of this all-natural supplement, all you got to do is go to SpartanLibido.com. That's SpartanLibido.com. I'll spell it out for you right now. S-P-A-R-T-A-N-L-I-B-I-D-O. SpartanLibido.com. And you can, uh, if you don't feel like writing it down, go to the description of the podcast and click on the link. You will see it right there. So go get your hands on this because it is one of the only all-natural supplements that actually helps boost testosterone, gives you more confidence in the bedroom. All right, so go check that out, SpartanLibido.com. Now, today's episode, interviewing Angel Donovan of DatingSkillsReview.com, okay? DatingSkillsReview.com. And this is a really cool website. He is one of the pretty much, I think, only guy, only company that is reviewing all of the products that you might have heard of, uh, all the products that help you with dating, sex, and relationships, specifically for men. I don't know if there's any products on there that he reviews for women, probably, uh, but I think it's just for men. So if you have any interest in finding out which products are going to be best for you in terms of learning this stuff, then go there, datingskillsreview.com. And today I'm interviewing him and we're talking about something that I really have not talked about before, and that's what I like to do. I like to do interviews where we talk about original stuff that uh, I haven't spoken about before and hopefully stuff you haven't heard elsewhere. And today we're talking about how to learn. Okay, and I know that kind of sounds boring, but let me tell you, this might be one of the more important interviews that I've ever done. And uh, it's already done. I've already done it. Uh, it's already recorded. You're going to hear it in just a second. But we go over some of the key concepts of how you can learn this stuff better. So when you buy a product, when you listen to a podcast, when you watch a YouTube video, how are you going to take that and actually implement it? And why is that one of the most important things for you in terms of your success with dating and women and really anything that you're trying to learn? So we're going to talk about that today, how to really implement this stuff, how to take action and why it's important. So listen up, coming up in just a second. A few more announcements. If you didn't know already, you can get a free product of mine that hopefully you'll end up using and taking action on. It's called Conversation That Gets You Dates, and it's a two-hour program teaching you how to talk to girls. One of my most favorite programs that I'm giving away for free. In order to receive it, it's very simple. Just take a screenshot of you leaving a review on iTunes. So take a screenshot of the review and email trip at tripadvice.com, email me, and I'll get you access to that program. 100% free. 
uh, no questions asked, we'll get that to you. Okay, so email me with the screenshot and we'll get you set up with that. Hopefully you leave a nice review. Uh, what else? You can call in to the podcast, 323-432-0025. Call in and get your question answered. And uh, you can ask anything in terms of attraction, dating advice, something going on with a girl that you're dating right now. Uh, what is it? Call in, 323-432-0025. And last but not least, as you know, I have a free podcast gift special to you, my podcast listener. And what it is, it's a video of one of my students doing an approach during the day. And I break it down, and you can see it all on a hidden camera. So if you want to get that, go to tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. So many options for you, so much free goodies. Uh, I really hope that uh, this isn't getting old, that I keep repeating myself every podcast, but you know, I love giving stuff away for free and you deserve it because you're the man. All right. So uh, let's get into this interview that you're going to hear right now with me and Angel Donovan of DatingSkillsReview.com and uh, learn how to learn. Here it is. Hey, Angel, how's it going? Awesome, man. How are you doing? Doing fantastic. Really excited to finally have you on the podcast. And you have a popular podcast as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, dating Sex Relationships currently. <laughs> um, it just rebranded it, but I think I'm going to do it again. Um, awesome. So, but it's currently called that, yeah. Awesome. And you have a lot of episodes up there. So for you who's listening, go check out his podcast because he's got a lot of great episodes with great material. Uh, but mostly I'm excited to talk to you today about uh, some stuff in terms of how to learn, which when you brought that up to me, we were, we were talking via email in terms of topics, that one hit me right away because if you really know how to learn stuff, doesn't matter what it is, especially if you're learning about how to meet women, it's going to exponentially you know, help you grow in this area. And we'll get to that in just a bit, but for the guy out there who's listening who doesn't really know who you are or how you started, why don't you give us a little bit of background information on on how this all kind of came to be for you. Sure, the, the highlights. So I've been in this since uh, 2001. And uh, what happened was I was applying to MBA school at the time and I was watching the business, um, the, some business forums where everyone used to post about when they're getting their results. And so everyone's kind of waiting for their acceptance letter or rejection letters um, and people will be posting there. Um, and so we're all kind of like checking that every hour of the day because we put so much effort into these applications. And some guy there got um, he got dinged from all the schools he applied to, you know, Harvard or wherever. And um, he starts bitching about his whole life and the fact that his girlfriend's dumped him. And he sounds like he's kind of crying on a forum. You can kind of get the, the picture. You know, he's like really whinging. Uh, some guy was like, "Dude, come on, like sort yourself out, man, man, man up, and go and check this website out." Out and it was uh, pickupartist.com, I think it was at the time. And um, so I just I just clicked on that link because I was like, oh, what the hell's that? And uh, it turned out to be Maniac High's site. He was one of the first, like the early guys who used to like post about this stuff back in uh, 2000 and so on. And uh, I just thought he was a really fun site because he had all these stories which sounded like adventures to me. Um, and at that point in my life, it was kind of like I'd just been through the dot-com crash and uh, I'd, I'd basically been downsized from telecom strategy where I'd been working and it'd been my life. Like I was so passionate about that area. And uh, at the same time, like uh, I split up with my girlfriend. She broke up with me. It was the first time a girlfriend had broken up with me. And I moved to Spain, um, which, you know, I was moving to a different country and I didn't know anyone there. So it was a whole thing, load of things going on in my life. And I felt like I didn't like really know what to do. Wasn't that inspired 
like what was going on in terms of my work and you know I didn't have a girlfriend obviously and uh, so I was reading his adventure stories and I was like wow this sounds like a lot of fun and that kind of sucked me in. Wow okay so that was like the beginning like this it's so funny how that works out right this one little link kind yeah. of just, it is. Uh, just spawned into this and now 15 Destroyed years later. my life. <laughs> No, uh, it made, made me a lot happier in the long in the long term for sure. So it was a great link. <laughs> That's great. That's funny because that reminds me of. I mean, my my little link story is basically my buddy uh, saying to me one day, you know, when I was learning all this stuff, he was like, "Hey, let's start a podcast." And it wasn't this one, by the way. It was another one called "Dudes yeah. Talking About Chicks." And that that guy who said that to me just kind of it spawned off into this whole whole array of things that now led to trip advice and and teaching guys. What was that for you? When did it when did it uh, turn into you actually helping other guys out and, and promoting people's products and things like that? Yeah. So I, I very quickly got a reputation uh, in the first couple of years. I, I moved to London around um, 2002 and I got a reputation in the people of London and I started my own boot camp um, coaching company. It was the first one in the UK. And um, so we were doing that, um, and then uh, and then I left. I went to Asia, and I sold the company. We we sold it. There was um, three of us that had founded it, and um, we sold it and just moved on. Then the game came out, um, and uh, the whole thing blew up. We were actually mentioned in the game because we were one of the first people teaching. Um, so um, it was funny because then I took I took basically a hi hiatus. I, I left the whole thing for five years. I was in China, I was in Asia, I was doing things there business-wise and stuff, like just getting on with my life. Um, and then uh, one of my friends, it turned turned out, like, and we picked up many girls together, we picked up our girlfriends together and stuff like this, but we didn't know we were both into this stuff because we never spoke about it really. And um, somehow it came out one day, you know, I can't remember how, but we were having uh, lunch many years later, it was like in 2008 or 2009. And we realized we'd both like learned a lot of this stuff and, you know, it helped us a lot. And, um, and we, were, we started keeping tabs on the market a bit more now because we had someone to talk her about it more. And uh, we, we noticed that there was just an explosion of information and we felt like a lot of it wasn't that good. Um, and a lot of it wasn't from people who had track records and experience. And it was extremely confusing to anyone who kind of arriving on the scene. What should I listen to? What's going to work for me? Um, all of this is just like information overload everywhere and thousands of uh, dating gurus and so on. So we decided to create what has become datingskillsreview.com, which is basically a big navigation site. There's every single you know, product and everything on there. And uh, we, we started doing these editorial reviews to evaluate objectively you know, what works and, and, and what doesn't from our perspective. You know, the, the, at that time, we'd, you know, we had uh, like 10 years experience, well, no, eight years or so. You know, and so, you know, and it went on like that and it became, you know, a place for guys to just like figure out what's going to work for them when they're newbies, especially, you know, and they haven't got a lot of experience. It, it can be pretty confusing. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a favorite program? Is there anything that sticks out to you? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot out there, but anything that you're like, whoa, this is an amazing program that guys should check out? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's many, often, often it depends, you know, we often, we get all these emails like, which is the top one of all time, you know, and it, it really depends on your situation. Uh, there's many good programs out there today. 
Um, so, you know, uh, like there's some very straightforward, like ones I like to recommend for people just starting out is conversation escalation from Bobby Rio, because it teaches you how to interact with just conversation skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really what guys are stumbling with. They're thinking about all attraction, all sorts of stuff, but actually they just need to keep a conversation going and to keep it fun and, and, you know, to make good conversation with women to get started. Um, so that's a really good, uh, place to get started. Um, and then, as things go on, there's uh, you're looking a bit more at attraction. Jason Capital's got a course, uh, like 77 ways to make her go want to fuck you. Um, the title's a bit outrageous, um, but you know at the end of the day, we don't care what the title is or anything like that. It's just what's in the course, and it's a pretty good, simple course. We like simple stuff. And then there's girlfriend activation system for when you're, you're more interested in getting a girlfriend and working on your long-term goals. So those are like that's kind of like free. Um, those those free products will hit a lot of hotspots. I think. Awesome. Very cool. And, you know, before any guys dig into those courses, I'm sure it's very important for them to understand how to learn those courses. So I'm glad that we're talking today and you can give the guys some tips on how to do that. So I actually didn't know that about you, that you had boot camps uh, years ago. So you have definitely taught this stuff. You teach this stuff. Uh, You're more than just reviewing these products. So Share with us some of you know your information in terms of how guys can get the most out of you know learning from these products or you know learning on their own or just getting this stuff handled. Yeah. Well, so when we started uh, Dating Skills Review in 2009, this is actually something that we kind of jumped on immediately because the other thing was like guys weren't learning effectively, and we'd already seen that in our boot camps um, over over the years that it was one of the big things, and I'd become more concerned about, say, I think there's around 40% of guys who, who really struggle, say 60% of guys within literally six months, um, they'll see fundamental changes in their life just from reading quality advice. So long as they've, you know, read the good advice and they haven't started reading some stuff that's uh, not, not so good quality. Um, what, then, would you, what would then, you say real quick is not good quality? I don't like to do that. If you want to find the bad stuff, go to our site. And uh, but oh, I, you no, know, I don't mean like, don't you don't have to tell us which programs, but like what huh. what like what kind of program would you think is bad quality? Like what makes a program of of bad quality? Right, right. So often, uh, well, I mean, it, it goes all across the board. So there's some advice that's just absolutely wrong, right? It's just literally like the opposite of what you want to do. Um, so so that's that's kind of the worst stuff out there. Yeah. Um, there's there's other stuff which um, is really complex. Now, theoretically, it can work and it can be good. Um, but in the reality, when someone tries to go and do it, um, they're sabotaging themselves because it's just too much for them to handle. And it's it's a really bad way of learning and it's just really hard to implement. So there's, there's a fair amount of that as well because often the more complex stuff sounds cooler. It sounds, you know, more unique um, and it sounds more exciting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, just the fact that in this modern world, we're kind of attracted to, to new things, like exciting things and, and, you know, things that are complex because we spend our life learning how to learn and learn things, you know, in complexity in university and college and so on. So I think we're attracted to things sometimes that are complex, although, you know, often it's the simple fundamental uh, things which seem a little bit boring, but just work. So, you know, those, I'd, I'd say over, over time what we've realized is that we, we have like these criteria um, we use. So we have five different criteria. And the most important one, like the one that is the biggest difference among products is the uh, ease of implementation criteria. So we give like one to ten stars for each one. 
And uh, that's the one that it's really hard to get like nine or eight or ten stars on um, because it, it really like means you have to put a lot into the product in, in terms of hand-holding, pulling people through and eliminating like stuff that's not going to have a big impact and, and so on and just make it really easy to learn. Right. Do you think that most products out there have um, a lot of exercises and action steps? I've noticed uh, from my experience of learning this stuff that I would watch programs in the past that it would be a lot of theory and of course there'd be some practical stuff in there but it never really told me okay you know day one let's do this or week one let's try this like that's mm -hmm. what I think about in terms of a quality course of course the information should be good as well but the second part should be yeah. about okay you've learned this now this is how you're going to use it Absolutely. So you got to, it's, it's like really turning it into step by steps. Like today you're going to do this, tomorrow you're going to do this. And I've explained it to you. I've demonstrated it to you. I've given examples. You know, I probably bored you to death with it, but now you really, really get it. Um, and you're going to go out there and it's going to feel relatively easy um, to you versus, as you said, the abstract stuff, which um, there used to be a ton of abstract material. But I think the problem is that people who don't have experience, who don't really know what works because they haven't experienced that success and the results consistently themselves, hide in the abstract. They can hide in the abstract and make it sound good. Um, right. And um, but it, it, So it's really in the practical details. You can see that they really get it. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So I think I interrupted you before. Continue uh, on what you were saying in terms of being able to really learn this stuff. Yeah, so I mean, what I learned over over the years is that it's not everyone. Like I said, like there's some guys who can learn pretty effectively, right? Uh, so I'd say about sixty percent of guys, roughly, uh, you give them a few quality courses or, or products, you know, informate quality information, or they get a good mentor um, who, who's got a success, successful experience, and um, within like six months, you know, they'll fundamentally change their lives in in this area, dating, sex, relationships. And then there's um, there's the forty percent that struggle, and I've seen I've seen people struggle now at this point because I've been in it you know like nearly fifteen years. I've seen people struggle that whole time. There's people I knew like literally the first uh, first month I got into it, and they're still struggling, or even in a worse place now today. Um, although they they've spent enormous amounts of time looking at this stuff. Um, so you know I've seen that over time, and and I would say that the problem is really a learning problem. It's not about the information they're consuming. They've seen everything 10 times over at this point. Um, and uh, they just are not able to learn. And there's a few d different reasons. But so what I would say is just as a rule for guys listening to this, if you've taken longer than six months to really start getting some results, and when I'm talking about results, it means like uh, if you didn't have a lot of dating experience before, then you've dated some, you've been on dates with girls now, and you've uh, most probably, like actually pretty much everyone I can think of if, if you're doing this right would like you'd be in a dating relationship now because if you haven't been dating before um, it happens really quickly you know within even like three months um, it tends to happen or so uh, six months would be a the longer timeline if you're not putting as much kind of effort into it and doing it at a more relaxed pace so you know I would just ask yourself like if that's the case if that's you then I would say that you like 99% chance that there's something about the way you're learning this stuff um, that is preventing you from get, getting good at it. And it doesn't matter how much stuff you read. 
how many different bits of advice or, you know, um, what, what, or if you change, because uh, people often do this as well, they get fed up with uh, one, one coach and they'll move to another coach and they'll kind of blame it on the uh, coach. Um, so, you know, but there's a lot of quality coaches out there and you can move between different ones, but it's not going to change anything if you've got a learning problem. Right. And it's funny because, you know, I, I, I talk about this um, a lot and it's this idea that I have a theory that if anyone out there, and this is me kind of giving like my asshole tough love <laughs> to the guy who's listening right now. Like if you just took anything that anyone has ever said in terms of dating advice, it could be me, it could be you, it could be all the pickup artists out there. If you took anything, just like one tip and just fully implemented it, something even really small. And I mean really just like fully implemented one single tip you would already be seeing results within a couple weeks. But the thing is, is that a lot of guys, they don't do that. They are continuously seeking more and more and more because one, it's entertaining, you know, a, a lot to listen to this advice. Um, but at the same time, th they're kind of still searching for like the magic pill. They're like, okay, that, that's a good piece of advice, but, yeah. but I want something different. Or like, and looking for easier, 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 easier. And the thing is, is it's never going to get any easier until you actually do it, you know, until you actually put this stuff uh, in action. So um, I don't know. That's just kind of my theory is that a lot of guys do a lot of listening, not enough doing. Uh, and I, I say that all the time on this podcast. I'm like, listen, keep listening to the podcast. I love having more downloads and more and more viewers and listeners. But none of this is going to do shit for you unless you're actually going to go out there and use it. Absolutely. I say, I tend to say the same thing on my podcast too. Um, sometimes I'll say it at the beginning. Uh, so yeah, I, I would put it, I totally agree with everything you said. And uh, the way I look at it today is there are basically three problems in, in your learning and they, they, some of them are more difficult to fix than others. So I talk about this three-step process where you try and get the easy wins first. Like it could be the first level uh, learning problem, which is easier to fix, quicker to fix. If that doesn't work, go on to the second one, which is a little bit harder. And if that one that one doesn't work, you have to go on to the third one because that's the remaining one that's left and it, it's kind of more of a bitch and stuff. But if you don't get it fixed, um, then the, the fact is that it's it's probably affecting a lot of other areas of your life as well because learning, learning, learning and dating sex relationships is a little bit more tricky because it's a bit more emotionally charged um, and, and so on. But right, yeah. it's it's still very similar to the learning in many areas of your life. So the other, the other kind of indicator that this is an issue is, is if you, know, you, you tend not to like get good at new things relatively quickly, you know, or maybe you're not doing so well in your career, you know, there's other signs as well that can kind of point out that, you know, maybe you're not learning effectively and uh, that's kind of holding you back in, in many areas. Right. So how do you think that, these guys who are listening can start to learn effectively. What's some of the best ways to do that? Yeah. So I'd, I'd first look at the kind of easy one, which is, is something you've alluded to is just they lack a commitment to action, right? This is the fundament, the fundamental first thing. And this is just like a bit of anxiety and so on. And they just haven't taken that decision, you know, just, just to start doing rather than, than listening. So, you know, what I recommend is an 80% action and a 20% reading. 
You know, obviously there's very few people that actually do that. Um, but you could listen to this one interview or one of your other interviews and you could just work on that for like um, two weeks to a month, you know, just that one thing. And you're going to get more out of it than listening to all the other interviews um, and, and doing it the other way around. So, and, and the, it's, it's interesting, but the more you consume in terms of information, I think like, I really feel that the less you're going to do. So some of the people we get on our programs, like they'll have, the, I always find the more challenging ones, the guys who have been around for a while, read a ton of stuff. Um, and uh, we're constantly just telling them to forget stuff, cut stuff out, you know, just forget everything else and just focus on the simple things that we're asking them to do. So there's, there's a lot of letting go and there's a lot of like um, stop the roller coaster of being addicted to just um, watching more information because we're, we're kind of used to that in the modern world, right? We enjoy watching, you know, exciting uh, Avengers movies and other superhero movies with like, you know, all this blockbuster effects and, and cool stuff going on. And it's kind of similar when we're like, you know, consuming information and learning about stuff. There's an entertaining aspect to it. We like to learn and we're kind of addicted to that route. But the more you learn, it holds you back. So, you know, the first step is just to like completely cut back on everything you're taking in and just commit to one thing and just say, like, I'm just going to use this one thing and I'm going to practice it for a while before I take on the next bit of information. And for some people, that simple attitude change, realization that it's, it's really that important and it'll change everything for you and committing to, to that. So uh, we see this in our program all the time. This is what we tell them when they, when they first come in. And, you know, it really helps the, a real, really big, large proportion of these uh, more difficult cases, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what the thing is, is that what most guys don't realize is that the real learning, the real, real, real stuff that's going to like hit you really hard and just be tattooed in your brain is the learning you're going to be doing from the taking of the action, right? right. It's like, so the first step is like, okay, you got some uh, bits of information and then you go and apply it. And then what happens when you apply it is when it really sinks in. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I, mean, I always compare it to like playing a sport, like playing basketball. You could read how to dribble, right? Yeah. You can like take it, you read like what to do with your hands and how you're going to move the ball back and forth between each hand and how much pressure you're going to put on the ball. But you're not going to really understand what that means until you start actually dribbling the ball, you know? So it's like that's where... Uh, some of the more hardcore learning takes place. And, and you know, I, I hope that the guy who's listening right now really understands that. And I hope that encourages the guy to go out there and do it because that's, yeah. that's the gold right there. Yeah. It's experiential learning that really counts. It's like 80-20, you know. Uh, that's 80% of the impact. The, you, it's that feedback mechanism, you know. It's you becoming aware of what's going on and you're getting this, like, intense feedback from, you know, when you're talking to women, you can, you can, you can see what's going on and it's getting positive or negative responses. And that's far more powerful than anything you're going to read in a, you know, a book or watching a course. Although those give you the good, you know, first, 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 like how, which direction am I going to start walking in? You know, you need that kind of guidance, but um, pretty quickly it becomes about reference experiences, acquiring those. And uh, yeah, and then, and then you start to naturally behave differently as well because your body learns what's right. Right. Like for example, like approach anxiety, you know, like you're just, you're never going to get over approach anxiety until you do an approach. Like that's, yeah, that's the bottom line. You can read as much as you want. I mean, listen, it will reading and information. Of course, that stuff will significantly help you get yeah. to that point. But then to complete it, you need to mm -hmm. do it. 
you know. I, I'd be interested in asking you a question, actually, because uh, I talk about this, uh, people have different views. Do you think our approach to anxiety goes away? Or, or some people will say, it, you know, it'll never go away. I don't think it ever goes away. I think you learn. Here's what I think. It's like a meter. I look at approach anxiety like a meter, like a scale one through ten. And let's just say you have, you know, 10 is like the worst approach anxiety. You're paralyzed. You can't go up to a girl. And let's just say zero is literally none, okay? I believe that you can get that meter down to a very low number, uh, depending. Everyone's a little bit different. You know, it depends where you're starting. You can get it down to a pretty low number. And let's say you can get it down to a three. But at that point, you might have it a little bit, but you know how to handle it. Like it doesn't paralyze you anymore. You might have a feeling there. Like you still have that um, physiological response in your body that gives you a little bit of like tingle or fear that says like, whoa, are you sure you want to approach this girl? But you've done it so much where it doesn't affect you. It almost almost transforms into more of like a positive adrenaline rush uh, right. at that point. But I do think there are times when you're kind of in the zone, and you, you, you probably know what I'm talking about. It's like when you're going out to a bar, or maybe you're doing a day game, but w whatever you're doing, where you're doing so many approaches that I think at that point, you can get it down to zero. It's like you you kind of get in what what, they, what the pickup artists call, they call it state. Like you get into state, right? You get into this this zone where you really feel no fear. And so, so yeah, I think in the moment, you can get down to that zero where it just like you can just really approach anyone because you're just so in that mode. Um, but I think it's always there a little bit. I mean, personally, I'll say that I definitely have it on some level all the time. Like it's definitely somewhere between like, you know, one, two, three, four. Uh, but it doesn't affect me enough where I can't actually go up and, you know, start a conversation with a girl. Right. Yeah, I think I think you 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 know you've pretty reflected the way I look at it. Also, I like I'm a bit you know I I I like like when you said like um so for instance if I haven't approached any girls or, or whatever because I've been busy doing other stuff for six months yeah I'm gonna get some kind of approach anxiety like the first time like I I get back into it. However, if if I've been you know for a period where I've been going to clubs uh, quite often and you know I just you know dating's a very consistent you know part of my life at that point. And you know, there's, there's, there's times when I felt like it's literally zero and it's gone. And I'm sure a lot of the most of the 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 instructors that are doing boot camps, for instance, that's like when I was doing boot camps as well. It was just like you know, um, it, it because you're practicing like every day, or yeah. you know, you're doing uh, you're training every day, so you're going out and doing demonstrations, demonstrations and stuff. And so it really does like feel like it's absolute zero. Um, but then you know, as you said, it comes, it can come back to that low level again. It's never going to be like really high. However, I do think, like I think, part of the telling guys that approach anxiety is always going to be there is that for them, for the next six months or whatever it is, and because most of them aren't going to do it as intensely as some of the instructors have done, so they're never going to really see a zero level. Um, so I think, from a learning point of view, it's pretty, it's it's kind of a good idea to say, like, hey, approach anxiety is always going to be there, accept it, because for ninety-five percent of guys, that's true. Right, and then just you know to to encourage guys, it's it's going to go down. It will go down. Right. And it goes down on a micro level, meaning like, you know, that day when you're doing a bunch of approaches, um, but then it also kind of goes down on a macro level when you're doing it over the course of, of several months and it starts to go down. And it's funny too, because it, this reminds me of that one saying, it's like riding a bike, right? It's like, you know, you never forget how to ride a bike. Uh, it might be 
uh, a little weird at first when you're trying to approach if you haven't done it for a year, but then you kind of get into the swing of things again, um, which is funny because I actually <laughs> I just uh, f like rode a bike for the first time in maybe years. And it was really funny because for, <laughs> for the first four seconds I was on the bike, I almost fell off. I was like, whoa, did I forget how to ride a bike? And then all of a sudden, I was riding the bike. I just thought that was really funny. Um, but anyway, so this is good. So what are some other uh, ways that you have in terms of learning efficiently? Yeah. Okay, so you, so you got past this first part and you're, you're taking some action. You're actually going out and you're doing some stuff and you're still getting problems. You're not making progress. So then I'd move up to uh, what I'd say is level, level two um, in terms of kind of like uh, how hard it is um, but how important it is to fix is like self-control. So for these guys, it's it's really a lot of lack of uh, consistency that will be a signal. So like sometimes it's going well, sometimes it's not. Uh, sometimes you're just able to do it, and you you've got this awareness that you know you're not doing the right things because you've kind of learned experientially from some things that are working. But you also notice that, and you might beat yourself up over it, like a lot of guys do. Is like, why did I say that? Why do I do this? I know that like that's never a good thing to say, or you know. Um, and so they, they kind of know what they're doing wrong. Um, but it's that lack of self-control, which is stopping them from moving forward. And it's kind of like lack of actually changing those behaviors. So we, we actually see this a fair amount also. And my feeling is that this is mostly biological, which is, is probably a, um, a weird thing for most guys to think about. Um, so we get like in our programs, we get everyone tested for testosterone. Like if they, they look like they've got that kind this kind of profile and most guys will come back with say the, the average is like 400, uh, nanograms per uh, deciliter, which is pretty low. Um, you want to be up like 800 nanograms per deciliter in total testosterone to, to like feel motivated, driven, have good self-control you know, and kind of self-discipline and stuff. And, and when you start really getting into the lower numbers for testosterone, which is very common today, just because of our model stress lifestyles, low sleep, um, crap diets, and, and so on and so forth, um, then, you know, you, we really find that guys have don't have this amount of self-control. But once you increase that, it really becomes a lot more less painless. It kind of just happens more naturally. So, you know, that's a big area we found as well. And there's other areas of biology you can fix, but testosterone is a big one that we look at. So when you look at that and you find someone who has, I mean, do you actually test the guys for the testosterone? Yeah, we send them off to get labs. Yeah. Interesting. And so what do you recommend to guys who do have low testosterone? Well, you know, I'll just throw it there, which lab you should get. Um, if you feel this may, may be you, right? So you, you lack drive, motivation, self you know, self-discipline, you know, all of these things I've just been talking about, um, then it's a, kind of like a red flag. And you can, like, there's, there's one, you can either go for your doctor and just ask for a, te a testosterone test. You can get co covered by insurance if you just say you're concerned about it for, like, symptoms. You can just Google symptoms, but some of the things I just said um, could be symptoms. And, uh, and anxiety, of course, so it's linked to, um, if you've got a lot of anxiety about approaching in other areas, then it, that can also be linked to it. Um, so you can go and get, the, there's a couple of tests, like there's, there's, a, there's the uh, total testosterone ELISA method, which is a bit cheaper, but not as accurate. And there's the LCMS uh, method, uh, which is a little bit more costly, uh, not a lot. And uh, that, that's a lot, that's a fair amount of accurate, uh, a lot more accurate. So that, you know, you only really need to get this done once to get a picture of where you're at personally. And I think everyone should do it, um, especially if you're over 25. 
So, because uh, a lot of us tend to suffer from over 25 onwards. And if a guy finds that it's low, what do you recommend they do? Yes, there's a bunch of easy things. So, uh, your diet, like, um, so actually, like, there's some, some good books I can just throw out references to get started on this. There's The Four Hour Body by Tim Ferriss. Okay, so it's not a dating book or anything, but he's got a uh, whole part on testosterone. So, some of the things that he discovered. And I learned from him and I started playing around way back in the day. It was a few years ago this was published. Um, it's like you're uh, fixing your vitamin D levels. A lot of people have uh, low vitamin D just because we have low sun exposure today. So you can get that tested if you want or you can just kind of address it because most people um, have issues with that. So you could, for instance, take fermented cod liver oil, green pastures. You can, you can Google that and um, you can take that and that will help raise that. Um, you can eat more cholesterol. So egg yolks are really good um, and because... This is basically a precursor to testosterone and a lot of people have low cholesterol today because they're worried about fat and so on and uh, it's really it's it's really good for you. <laughs> like egg yolks are really, really good for you. If not, like the good grass-fed steaks, things like that will increase your cholesterol and automatically start increasing your testosterone as well. Um, and then the other thing I recommend people do is take a greens powder because a lot of people have other micronutrient deficiencies which can be getting in the way of creating testosterone. Um, so a greens powder is good because it's a broad spectrum you know, just giving you a bunch of micronutrients. And then the big one is, the big ones are stress and uh, sleep. So improving on those. A lot of people think they can sleep very little and get away with it. It's not really true at all. Um, it has an impact whether you are aware of it or not. And then, uh, you know, people who are just kind of uh, working all the, really, really hard all the time, never giving themselves a break, never giving themselves a, a day off to, to chill and so on. And of course, like a lot of guys probably know this, you have to go to the gym and lift some heavy things, right? I'm not talking about cardio. I would recommend avoiding cardio in general and just sort of lifting some heavy things. So doing, you know, some uh, compound exercises like uh, ch chest press, squats, and uh, pull-ups. Like just compound exercises like those will have a big impact on your testosterone. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, those are definitely some of the bigger things in terms of just living a healthier lifestyle in general. Right. Like people Make you feel great as well. Yeah, yeah it's like oh. That stuff won't just affect your testosterone. It will make you live longer. You know. Right. Do you? Uh, I'm just curious. Do you follow the paleo diet at all? Because it just the diet that you said there, or yeah. the food there, kind of sounds like that. Yeah, yeah. Many years, uh, like six years hardcore, and I've, I'd actually I do a much cleaner version of paleo now. Um, I'm a bit of, I'm a bit of a biohacking geek. So oh, interesting. Um, what's it's, it's, what's the cleaner version of that? A cleaner version. Well, because that th there's a number of there's a lot of things that I would say have, can be potentially toxic to your body and they require more detoxification. Um, and so it's just about being more refined and putting the focus on different nutrients and, and, and so on. Paleo is really good. Like if, you, if, you, if people are interested or don't know what Paleo uh, is or anything, a good place to get started with it is uh, Rob Wolf's book was just a lot of fun because it's very entertaining. And he's one of the guys who started the movement. And then Chris Cresser, who gets more personalized um, because the same diet doesn't work for everyone. Um, and then there's a, if you heard a guy called Dave Asprey. Yep. I actually interviewed him on my YouTube channel. Oh, very, very cool. Yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's, that's an ultra clean version. I, I don't know if I'd agree with everything on there. Um, but you could test that for sure. And that would eliminate some other things which could be affecting just your performance in general and how you're feeling. Right. Awesome. Very cool. All right. Well, let's not veer off too much because I know this isn't a health podcast, but I was yes. very curious about that. And 
And uh, I'm telling you, if you if you learn how to eat a very clean diet, uh, whichever route you decide to go, not only will it help with testosterone and living longer, um, but it will make you feel better and give you more energy, which will then do things like decrease approach anxiety and really motivate you to go out and, and meet more girls, kind of like Angel was saying there. So uh, it helps in all those ways uh, too. Um, so we're coming to a close here. I just want to see, uh, this has been a really an amazing interview, and I, I'm not just saying this, but it's honestly one of my favorites so far, and I've done a lot of interviews just because we're really getting into the fundamentals of how guys can can make serious changes in their dating life. And I really do believe it all starts with the stuff that you're saying here. Like it starts here and then you can work your way uh, to learning all the, the fun little techniques and, and tips and tricks and things like that. So this has been fantastic. Is there anything uh, else in terms of, you know, if you had to pick kind of one more of one of your best uh, ways of, of efficient learning so guys can really get a handle on this stuff better like what's one more really good thing you recommend yeah well so so in terms of one more thing like more broadly to the audience that i that i recommend is get social uh you know it doesn't necessarily have to have to be with women but a lot of guys there's a, there's a lot of jobs today which are it focused or just office focused you know you don't have a large social dimension to your life so you know i often see that uh, the guys who are, who have struggled more with this just don't have a large social dimension to their life. So just add more, like start adding more social uh, activities, and just take one of your passions, whatever you're interested in, and 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 add a social dimension. So I don't know. For example, uh, you like playing chess, right? That doesn't sound very social, but go to a chess club, go and compete, go into competitions, and it becomes social, and it starts adding a social dimension. So you can literally take anything you want to do, anything you're interested in. And I think you should stick to things that you're actually interested in, passionate about, um, and you know, start from there because it's going to be easier. And then just add a social dimension to it. Awesome. And yeah, that definitely lines up with everything I say. That's really good advice. There is just get you know. I, I say that everyone has a social muscle, and it has to be warmed up. And again, that's another thing that actually helps uh, beat approach anxiety. Since we're kind of on that topic, but yeah. You got to get used to going out there and talking to people because once you do, it's going to just get so much easier to implement all the rest of the stuff that you want to implement in terms of meeting girls and what to say to girls because you're going to kind of be already used to going out there and being in that kind of social environment and, and having conversations with people you don't know. So that's really huge. Angel, thank you so much for this interview. This has been amazing. I know you have so much more to talk about in terms of not just learning but other topics. So I definitely want to have you on again sometime in the future. And if you're listening right now and you really liked what he had to say, go to datingskillsreview.com so you can see what, what he believes is some of the best products out there in terms of learning how to meet, date, and seduce women. So go check that out. And uh, is there anything else I'm missing anywhere else you want me to point the listener in terms of what you have to offer? Uh, like, you know, I, I, th I think that's a good, good place to start, you know, uh, just to get an overview, like there's hundreds and hundreds of products there, obviously, and they can just see the differences in ratings between, you know, the bottom versus, versus the top and get an idea, um, for what's going on in the world. I think that's like a good first step. Perfect. Awesome. So yeah, go check that out. That will be in the description, datingskillsreview.com. We've been speaking to Angel Donovan. Thanks for listening to How to Talk to Girls and we'll talk to you soon. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to trip at tripadvice.com.